We are very pleased to announce our super new sponsor, Marvel Strike Force. Marvel Strike Force is a mobile squad RPG that allows you to battle with your favorite team of superheroes and supervillains in a fight to save the universe against threats like Doctor Doom and Apocalypse. Your goal is to power up your favorite characters, to complete missions, unlock gear and other resources, beat other players in PvP modes such as Alliance, War, and Arena. New ways to battle with your roster are released regularly and the meta is always evolving. Along with campaigns, blitz, and arena, there's also Alliance War, a massive weekly alliance battle, raids, and cosmic crucible, where you go head-to-head -head against other players in a tournament. Marvel Strike Force are enjoying their six-year anniversary. You know what that means. Free stuff for signing up via a unique link in the description. The anniversary consists of weekly events and bonuses, if you complete each event, you receive special rewards and skins. Make sure to log in each day and each week to take advantage of all the new characters that are being released specifically for this event. This will be Marvel Strike Force's most generous event to date, so don't miss out. We have received a unique promo code for every new user. Please follow our link in the description and use promo code MAXPOOL. Once again, thank you so much to Marvel Strike Force for sponsoring today's episode. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know if you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hey guys, welcome back to Two Brothers Gaming. I'm here with Rylan. We've it's been a while since we've recorded. You know, yeah. Rylan's been on vacation and stuff, and then we won't record next week because I'll be on vacation. So get another week off. But we got some topics here for you today. Uh, Xbox Game Pass yeah. and console prices will increase pretty soon. Yeah. So what I got from it, it says Microsoft is increasing it's xbox series x prices in most countries in august apart from us japan chile brazil and colombia the xbox xbox maker is also increasing the monthly prices and it's game pass and game pass ultimate subscriptions for the first time next month which we will see the base game pass subscription for console moving up to eleven dollars a month from ten yeah so uh That's what i got sometime last year 
Sony increased the price of the PS5 and Microsoft, they were questioning Microsoft was like, hey, is the Xbox Series X going to go up? They're like, no, it's not going to go up. But now we're seeing it, it is going up, you know, just to adjust. Now with, they're starting to. Yeah. Just to adjust, you know, everything else going up, like inflation, you know, it costs more to make the product. So it's going to go up. It's just how it works. Yeah. But. Yeah, it says Microsoft is about to increase the price of the Xbox Series X and Game Pass. It says in a statement sent to the outlet, Carrie Perez, the head of communications at Xbox, confirmed the price hikes. Microsoft will increase the price of its high end ninth generation console, the Xbox Series X, beginning August 1st. It says that the pricing will impact most countries, not the US, and you said not Japan, but other countries it will it says explaining that the cost of an xbox series x will be in europe or the uk 479.99 yeah 549.99 across other european markets and in canada it'll go up to 649.99 and in i believe it's yeah in australia it's going to be 799.99 Eight hundred dollars for an Xbox Series X Holy in Australia. Crap. Yeah, that's that's a little high. Ah, you, uh, you might as well just buy a PC at that point. It, you, I mean, you save a hundred dollars, you can get a Asus ROG Ally like I got a handheld PC. I mean, save a hundred dollars and get PC performance. <laughs> but it says it's <laughs> important to note that the Xbox Series S will remain the same price at. Two ninety nine ninety nine. Yeah. So I mean, at least they're not, uh, you know, the, they're not making the cheaper in device more expensive. They're keeping it cheaper in yeah. device, which is good, you know, because Sony they increased the price of both of their PS five models, the disc and the discless. So, but it says the price yeah. of Game Pass will increase in all countries with the service beginning July sixth. It says Xbox Game Pass Ultimate will now cost $16.99, a two-price increase, and regular Xbox Game Pass will cost $10.99 with a $1 increase, like you said. But it says the price of PC Game Pass will remain at $9.99 a month. It won't change. And it goes on to say that this is the first time that Microsoft has announced an increase for Xbox Game Pass since it started in 2017. So that's pretty impressive that it's been out for six years and they haven't increased increased the price at all. So, I mean, that's good for them. Most com- yeah. most companies would see that once it's popular, they would just automatically get the price up, you know. But um, it's in- they haven't until now. Yeah, and it's good. good to, I mean, they have a lot of money, you know, but... Still, most companies yeah. are greedy and they up the price the first chance they get once something sells well. But um, nine ninety nine yeah. a month for PC Game Pass. It's it's weird to see that they won't increase the PC just the console version and the ultimate, which comes with both PC and console. So, I mean, I guess it's good that I have a PC now, so I can only buy. The PC version, but you know, it's fine. Sure. <laughs> All right, moving on. Had a PC for year and a half. Close to two years now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just now getting it's into it, and yeah. <laughs> Other than my Switch games, I'll still keep you know my 
Switch exclusives, obviously, on the Switch, but everything else, I'm just going to start buying for PC. Yeah, I'm not even going to worry about obviously. Xbox console or anything, you know, because I don't play my Xbox that much anymore. I mostly play my Switch if I'm playing consoles. So. Yeah. All right. So last week, this t- topic was from last week, but it's still relevant, obviously, this week. Uh, a new 2D Sonic game was announced, which was a big surprise because, you know, Sonic Frontiers was released last year, which is a 3D Sonic game. So, yeah, but it looks it looks really good. So. Well, see what I have. I didn't even know there was a Sonic game coming out. I didn't hear anything about it. Yeah, it was All announced in the, the Nintendo. Game. Yeah, it was part of the same That's Nintendo the Direct. One. It was earlier in the direct oh, really? than the Mario game. Yeah. Huh. I, I didn't know. All all I knew was there was going to be a new Mario game. I didn't hear anything, not a single thing about the Sonic game. Yeah. But here's what I got on it from doing research and stuff. Sega has announced a new Sonic the Hedgehog game with a brand new art style entitled, it is titled, Sonic Superstars. It's the first 2D, 2D Sonic game from the Sonic team in over a decade. That's a long time. Features include <laughs> features include multiple playable characters. So I'm guessing like Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, Amy, yep. people like that from like the older Sonic games and stuff. Right. Um couch co-op multiplayer and cute 3D art style. <laughs> there there's no firm release date on Sonic Superstars, but we've been given a release window for the game, which is fall 2023 for those in the Northern Hemisphere. So was- It'll be available on PS4, PS5, Xbox Series X and S, Nintendo Switch, and on PC. It will cost $60. Okay. So, it's going to be on every console. Yeah. Not just like, Okay, you know I, that'll I'll, that'll be a game I'll probably pick up on Switch instead of PC. You know, yeah, because just like it's it's not going to be a huge feeling. game that's going to require a lot of power. I mean, the Switch should run it fine. So yeah, I'm not going to worry about getting it on PC. But uh, yeah, I was really excited when this was announced. I definitely wasn't expecting a 2D Sonic game from Sonic Team because, uh, like you I said, it's been over a decade since they've made one. Sonic Mania came out a couple yeah. years ago, but that started as like a a fan game, and then Sega published it because it was really good. So it wasn't yeah. by Sonic Team. But uh, anyway, yeah, like you said, it was revealed at Summer Game Fest 2023. Sonic Superstars is coming to PlayStation 5, PS4, Xbox Series X slash S, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC this fall. And it says, unlike... Yes. Fellow to the platformers Sonic Mania and Sonic Origins, fans won't have to wait for a physical release as the game is getting both a digital and physical launch at the same time. It's also the first oh. full-priced 2D Sonic game in a very long time with a $60 price, like you said. And it also yeah. goes on to say, Sonic <laughs> Superstars isn't a straight follow-up to the 2017 Sonic Mania. It's a new spin on side-scrolling Sonic, featuring 3D graphics and four-player local multiplayer support for the entire campaign. Players can choose between Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, and Amy, like you said, to take yeah, on Dr. Eggman. that's what Eggman. I figured the characters were going to be. Yep. So you just a good guess. 
But uh, <laughs> that's. I mean, I'm definitely picking this up. Probably not day one, but very soon after. And yeah. the only thing that I would like to see that isn't here is online multiplayer. Like, you know, so if you got it with the Switch, we could play together yeah. instead of having to be local. But, I mean, just, you know, it is what it is. I mean, a multiplayer Sonic, that's cool. But yeah. Just how... I believe Sonic 2 and Sonic 3, you could play multiplayer, but it was just two players. It's like they would split the screen in half this yeah. way, and you could play top and bottom. But having four-player multiplayer, that's pretty cool for a Sonic game. Yeah, it's cool. You can play, just play with yeah. four people. Also, yeah. I heard that's how the new Mario game is going to be. It's going to be co-op as well and stuff. I believe so. I don't know I'm if I have that sure. in my notes or not. So we'll go ahead and go to that. A new oh. 2D Mario game was also announced yeah. last week. Yeah. See, I knew about this. I didn't know about the Sonic. But this is what I got from it. Uh, Nintendo has confirmed that a new 2D Mario game titled Mario Bros. Wonder is coming to the Nintendo Switch. The announcement was made at the final the final reveal during a Nintendo Direct hosted on June 21st. Yep. The new Mario game is set for October 20th of 2023. That's going to be the release date, and it's going to cost the same as Sonic, $60. The game will feature multiplayer and allow players to take on the role of Peach, Mario, Toad, Luigi, and Yoshi. Yeah, so definitely it looks interesting. Like it's definitely different than what they've done with the new Super Mario Bros. series that started on the DS. Yeah, and it's a different graphical style. Like it, I like it better, but it, it kind of reminds me of not the graphical style, but like the tension, the detail. Like it reminds me of Super Mario World. Like when you run in Super Mario World, like Mario's hat flies up. That's like what, that's what I, and that's, that's what, what I was thinking. Yeah, and it does that in this game too. So it's pretty cool. But yeah, like you yeah. said, uh, it's releasing October 20th. I'll definitely pick this up as well. Probably, I mean, like I said, not like with Sonic, not day one, but very soon after, maybe around Christmas or so. Um, yeah. Yes, yeah, Super Mario Bros. Wonder looks pretty cool. And you, like you said, local multiplayer, not online multiplayer. You know, I'd, I'd like to see online multiplayer too on this game, but... Yeah, you know, I feel like in the next game they make or whatever like this, they might include like online multiplayer and stuff. Yeah, because for now we're just gonna have to deal with the co-op. I mean, honestly, I mean, I'm sure there's still people out there that use local multi multiplayer, but yeah, for me, I mean, I'd like to have online. That way, I can play with you or Colin or whoever. I mean, yeah, yeah I can play with Summer, but. I could play with Summer local and then play with you guys online at the same time. So therefore, we'd have like four players at that point. So, yeah, if they would add that, that'd be cool. I know it's too late for this game, but that you know, be, in the next, maybe the next Switch, the next, ones or whatever. next console generation, yeah. they'll do that. Yeah, I feel like they should. You know, be able more people can play. Like, yeah, say the say a person doesn't have a Switch or whatever. Yeah. Or a certain console. They can just get a controller or whoever the person, like the console or whatever. Yeah. They can just play it. Right. 
Yep. Like with people online. Yeah, it'd be really cool like that if cool. they would do that. All right, so Starfield is releasing, I believe in September, but it, it's a Xbox exclusive, but apparently it was originally going to be a PS5 exclusive. Hmm. Okay, so what I have here is Microsoft, Microsoft, what? <laughs> Microsoft says Starfield was going to be a PS5 exclusive before it brought Bethesda. 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 That's what I thought. <laughs> Rather than being an odd coincidence, Microsoft has suggested that this was actually the catalyst for why they decided to buy Bethesda because Starfield was set to follow as a PlayStation 5 exclusive. Basically, they took that right from under Sony, and that's they wonder why Sony hates them so much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's not all, the only reason Sony hates them. Sony's just kind of bitter at everybody. But, uh, that's just how they are. But it says, yeah, by that's now... Yeah, they've always been like that. If you're not playing on the PS5 or the PlayStation consoles, they they don't think you should be able to play games. That's just how oh, they yeah, are. Because I'm not going to be able to play the new Spider-Man that's coming out. Oh. Since I have the PlayStation 4, I can't play it since it's PS5. Oh, they they didn't make a PS4 version. I hate it. I didn't know no. they wasn't making a PS4 it's version. It's only PS5. I'm what? pretty sure it's only PS5. Uh, they'll probably it eventually is, bring it to PC. Yeah, I mean, then I can get it. <laughs> yeah, then I can get it because I don't have a PlayStation at all. Yeah, but um, yeah, it says by now you've likely heard that Microsoft has acquired Bethesda alongside other Zenimax properties. More so, Microsoft has confirmed that they will honor exclusive exclusivity. I can't say that word very well. <laughs> Deals with PlayStation for games like Deathloop and Ghostwire. That being said, it looks like Sony was in talks with Bethesda for exclusive rights to their upcoming IP Starfield before the acquisition was finalized. So that's that's pretty cool that it could have been a completely different, you know, side to it. It could be just coming out on the PS5. Now it's just coming out on the Xbox. So yeah, definitely really really cool how things can change that fast. That you know, Microsoft one company is. thought that they were going to get it, you know, and then Microsoft comes over and buys Microsoft them wrong. real quick, and then you know, it's just pretty cool. Yeah, how stuff can change so fast. Change. Yeah. All right, our last topic for the day: What is your least favorite gaming genre? Okay, I kind of had to think about this one at some points because some of them I like, really love, like first-person shooter mm-hmm. games, like FPS games and stuff, and like how Zelda is adventure, right? Like that, and just how Mario is and stuff. But like real-time strategy games, I know a lot of people love those type of games, have like League of Legends and stuff like that. Yeah. Also. I- I have a Switch game that's like that. My girlfriend's dad got it for me. Oh, wow. He, he he said he never played it or whatever, so he didn't know what it was like or stuff. Oh, it sucked. Just five. <laughs> what was it? Not being me. Ah, uh, I might be able to find it actually. Somewhere here. I can find it real quick. 
I don't think it's there. It's somewhere. Ah, I have too much crap. <laughs> <laughs> but it was called like XCOM 2. Oh, I think I've heard of it. I didn't really like it though. But it's kind of like how League of Legends is where you have to like drive your character around. Like the camera's like up towards the sky. Yeah, that's and everything. I, I hate those type of games. <laughs> it's just because like I'm used to being on the character, like yeah, behind, like third person or first person, actually like seeing what the character's seeing, not above where you control multiple people and stuff. Yeah, I just don't like it. It's not my type of game. That's kind of weird. Get other people would like it. Like they have top-down Zelda games, but those are pretty easy to follow. But like yeah. you're talking about it, it makes it harder to follow and see where your character and stuff is. Because there's so much going on on the I screen. Yeah. I just don't like it. <laughs> I understand. I don't like those type of games either. My least favorite is um, RPGs. They're like, you know, role-playing games. Yeah. Like, turn-based RPGs, just, I can't, I don't like them. It slows the pace down too much because... I don't know if you're familiar with RPGs, but like you attack and then they get a turn to attack. You get attack oh, and then God, they, use yeah. you know, I don't like that. I, if I'm going to kill somebody, I want to just I'm, be able to I hit them as much as I want like, at one, like, you know, repeatedly like a Zelda yeah. game, just hit them with the sword as fast as you can until they're dead. Like not yeah. take, not give them a chance to kill me. It's like, oh, you want to, I get to hit you and then you can hit me. It's like if I slap you in the face and then like, like you can slap me in the face and I'll slap you in the face. <laughs> yeah. It's, no, that's not I, for me. That's that, that was second. That was second on my list. Yeah, because uh, there's this a whole bunch of mobile games have that. Yeah, you know, like the mobile games. There's a Star Wars game I used to play, where you just like you hit them, they hit you back. Yeah, it, I don't like that. Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, people absolutely love RPGs, and I get a lot of hate for this yeah. probably, but Pokemon's a lot like it. Like. When you attack, they get an attack, and then you can attack, and then what? I mean, I like the Pokemon. Yeah, I like, well, I like um, Legends Arcus, Pokemon Legends Arcus. It was really fun, because it was open world, you get around doing whatever. It was really fun. I played the crap out of that game. But, um, now, action-based RPGs aren't too bad, because it's more action. You don't take turns. That's not turn-based RPGs, it's action, so... Most people consider Destiny as an action RPG. I don't know why they don't consider it a first-person shooter. Really? Yeah. It's a shooter game. Yeah. <laughs> the, a lot of people consider it a action RPG, not a first-person shooter. I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I consider it a first-person shooter game. If I can shoot people and kill it's them... A first person it's, a, it's a shooter. And you're in first-person... <laughs> Yeah. yeah, like, like Fortnite's a third-person shooter, I guess. Well, it's a battle royale, really, is what it's considered. But you yeah. know, you're a third-person. Like PUBG is yeah, ba- one stuff like that. Those are all good games. Yeah, but uh, yeah, RPGs not my thing. Now the new Final Fantasy 16 is a action-based, and a lot of people were kind of mad about that because originally Final Fantasy is a turn-based RPG. So you know. Yeah. I'm not. I'm just not a big. Art. Yeah, they complain about everything. <laughs> it's like, oh, like 
say a game adds something like everyone wants. Oh no, like Fortnite. They wanted the pumps removed. Yeah. Now they're mad that they that won't took them back. Yeah. See, you know, like, just, they're never happy with so what weird. you know anything. I know. Like they, tr- the game tries, like Epic tries or whatnot to make the fan base kind of happy. Yeah. They complain. They'll always complain. That's how game people are with games now. Oh, they can't just. They're not happy with. Be happy. <laughs> you know, there's there's no middle ground or either. So either they're happy or they're not. You know. But that's all the topics and the time we have, guys. We appreciate you listening or watching live if you have. But make sure to subscribe to us on YouTube and follow us on Kick. You can watch us live on both of those channels, and they're always in the description of every episode, whether you're watching on YouTube or, you know, wherever you get your podcast. It's always in the description. But you can also follow us on Instagram. And I think that's it. But make sure to subscribe and follow mine and Rollins' personal YouTube accounts, Twitch accounts, Kick account, Kick accounts, and I think that's it. Mm, yeah, all I have to say is just as he said, follow all of our socials. We have we're almost at eighty followers on Instagram. Probably would be more, have more, but I've been kind of slacking, being on vacation and yeah, all that. You're on vacation. Don't worry but, about it. Yeah, let's do. <laughs> yeah, we just follow everything, like all our socials and stuff like that. That's all I have to say. Yep, we appreciate you guys for listening, and we'll catch you next week. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.